0: It's over.
1: On a week, rugby league roses won and raised as much money for a wonderful cause—beanies for brain cancer and the Mark Hughes Foundation. Well, three point one million dollars was raised. What a week it was to be able to don the beanie and give back to the game that gives so much joy to all the fans across all our great clubs. Our great club had a victory over the Bulldogs, and you're on Roosters Radio this week. We've got a special guest, Daniel Tupu. You're here with Silky Bush and Bells. Welcome. To Roos's Radio, Bells.
2: Yes, what a game on Sunday afternoon up against the Doggies. We got the win in the end, boys, but um, another game of two halves. Great first half. Second half, not so crash hot. What, what did you take on it, Sil?
3: Well, I've got to say, having watched the game, I agree it was a game of two halves, but I have to say that I thought Canterbury-Bankstown that came out in the second half were very much disciplined, and they only allowed us to play uh, limited amounts of football. They controlled the football for most of the second half, so... I mean, we scored a soft try. They scored two. But, um, look, going in at half-time, I thought we were going to win by 40.
2: It was 14-0 at half-time. Yeah, but,
3: uh, you know, the Bulldogs came out. They had a lot of possession. Got a couple of easy penalties. I think it was 8-2, the penalty count in the second Mm, half. It was. Something worth uh, discussing a little bit later on. But, all in all... It didn't live up to any great lofty expectations, I guess. But as would we you, say in the classic, us, a win's
1: a win. Would you call us flat? Is, there, is
3: this a bit of a lull? And We've been here before, mind no, you. No, I, look, I wouldn't. I, I, look, if you watch the first half, you thought they were going to put a score on. Mm. But the Bulldogs came out. They controlled the football. Their kicking mm. game was good. And, uh, you, you know, if you haven't got the ball, I think we're at 31% halfway through the second half for the possession. So you can only do so much without the football.
1: Bells, do you think that we got a uh, warped sense of success as we turn the corner with the Knights? I think the Bulldogs were outstanding on the week and I think they came to play. Mm-hmm. And I think the fans expected us to put big score as we did with Newcastle. Do you think that we're flat or do you just think that the Bulldogs played really, really well?
2: Yes, I I don't think we're flat. I mean, it's such a strong competition and every week's different. And And I think the Roosters, I think we're we're used to putting on those big scores and, and smashing teams and, and coming up against... Obviously, Bulldogs were... They're uh, towards the bottom of the ladder. However, every week is different, and they did definitely turn up to play.
3: And let's make a note of the fact that we, we were disallowed two tries in the in the first half, so it could have potentially been 20-something yeah. nil. Yes. The the first try that Bulldogs scored was off about four repeat sets, mm-hmm. and the second try they scored was off a kick. What I liked about it is that we rolled our sleeves up and we got into the grind. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty gutsy, determined victory where, where it was our D, which Robbo always talks about. I think it was our D that won us the match, not not so much the, the flashy stuff. And uh, I think Coach Robinson, although he'd probably be disappointed in how it ended up, I, I, don't, I think he'd be happy with the effort. And as we've talked about on on Roosters Radio over the past couple of weeks, it, it's building towards something, and the effort was there. Unfortunately, there was a couple of uh, injuries as well. So you know, Boyd went off, I think in the fifty third minute did, or something like yep. that. We lost C.U.R., so there's a fair bit of go forward. A couple of calves, mm. I believe. Yeah, a couple of baby cows uh, got strained yeah. <laughs> along the way. But so uh, a couple of injuries, um, and also there's the suspension or the, the siding at J.W.H., which I think he's taken the early plea, so he's going to miss a week he's as well. miss a
1: week, he sure is. Bell's honourable mentions. There were some good uh, plays out there, and there's some great efforts. Who did you like?
2: Teddy, obviously, uh, scored the first try and had another cracking game, so just been playing so consistent, hasn't he?
1: 215 metres for Teddy and uh in our defence
3: I think he's I think he's been getting 200 metres throughout the past four games like his stats are through the roof Bush one that stood out for me was uh, young Sammy Verrills we've spoken on this podcast many times about having Radley play his natural back roll position and what he does is straighten the attack he plays like a second 5-8 and takes the ball to the line Sammy Verrills played 80 minutes 50 tackles I don't think there's too many errors in his game uh you know, I enjoyed watching him play. And our own Bryce Webster caught up with him post-match. Here's a little of what he had to say.
4: Good career start for yourself, Matt. How are you feeling after that one? Yeah, it was good. You know, uh, just the belief the boys having me to... Here with Sammy Vero. Sammy, second career start for yourself, Matt. How are you feeling after that one? Yeah, it was good. You know, uh, just the belief the boys having me to obviously step in with Nug being out and Rad's going back to the lock. It's, uh, it's great. You know, Robbo... Give me the chance to play great if any any week I'll take it, so I'm very thankful. Now NRL's a bit quicker, the or oh, so the guys do say. How's the body pulling up after a long performance there tonight? Yeah the body's a bit sore as it would be because I'm the not the biggest both. But um yeah, the middles around you, are. you know, Jared, all the boys, the senior boys really push ya and mentally you just gotta keep pushing and keep going. Who's out there sort of giving you words of wisdom while you're out there on the park? Oh, uh, you obviously got the spine, you got Teddy, Kez and Coops. But, yeah, the middles, you know, Jared, Siwa, Ice, Zaino and Boydow as well especially. They just they just keep making you grind and, you know, it's it's very enjoyable to get the win and play in all again, so I'm loving it. Putting your hand up again next week, mate? Oh, if Robo lets me, I'd love to. Yeah, awesome, mate. Go enjoy Thank it. Thank Thanks, boys. Awesome.
1: Bell's one of the great talking point from the weekend, and he's done it back-to-back, back, is uh, Latrell Mitchell with the boot. I know you're a statswoman at Radio Hub here and at Roosters Radio, and uh, you're loving it.
2: Yeah, 100% the last two weeks for Latrell, and, and they're not easy kicks, like from the sideline yeah. over the black dot.
3: I think it's fair to say it looks like he's starting to enjoy his football again.
2: Yes. Yeah. Silky,
3: you were known as a prolific goal kicker in
1: your time, although you were seven and it was from in front. How do you see his style?
3: Yeah, well, obviously uh, he's getting some good tutelage out there at uh, Kippix Oval there. So uh, I don't know who the Roosters goal kicking coach is these days. No, know Joey was doing it for for a little bit of he time was. there, but... Look, as I said, I, I noticed when he scored a try against the Knights the other way, he had the big smile on his face. Um, back at the club, you know, he was getting photos, as he does each and every week. He, he's great with the fans, but, you know, I'll come back to it. I think he's the, the drama that surrounded him early in the year. I, I think that's kind of been pushed to the side, and he's back to playing football, which is what we want as Roosters fans. I'll tell you who I thought was solid. I thought Daniel Tupu
1: played his standard solid game, and I think he's just been... Mr. Consistent. We call Mitch Orbison Mr. Reliable. I think we can call Daniel Tupu Mr. Consistent. And I think he played a whale of a game again. Mate,
3: I think he's been one of our best all year. I'm actually looking forward to talking to him on this week's show to uh, talk about his his form today because he's actually done everything in the game. He's won Grand Finals, represented two countries, played state of origin. There's not much uh, left for him to achieve in this great game. And he celebrated his 150th game only two weeks ago against the Knights. So, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's been great asset to the team
1: and i think he's got the freddie fitler approach just nice and laid back and relaxed. there's no panic about him he's just really calm and i think that calms the rest of the players so well i don't think he's going to die of stress no way (laughs) you're on roosters radio silky bush and bells
4: g'day it's luke keery here when i'm not playing footy i'm listening to the roosters radio
3: hey bells the next sydney roosters business chamber networking breakfast it's on september 11 it's titled women in league you're coming
2: Definitely, yes.
3: We've got quite a few big names. We're going to be joined by the one and only Mary Kay from Ladies Who League. Mm -hmm. We've got Nicole Mellick, a great friend of ours from GSA. And one of your old teammates who plays for the Roosters?
2: That's correct. We've got Lambo. That was her nickname when I knew her. But Kylie Hyder's joining us that day as well for breakfast, which will be exciting.
3: So it's on September 11. It's up at East Leagues. Uh, for more information, head over to the LinkedIn page, Sydney Roosters Business Chamber, or reach out to us here at Roosters Radio, and we'll give you the details. Remember, September 11, East Leagues. Be there. Looking forward to it.
1: Well, Roosters fans, he's one of our favourites. He is absolutely sensational. On the wing. He has been called everything from the giraffe to too tall, but I tell you what, he's Mr. Reliable, just like Mitch Orbison. He can score a try, he can sniff one out, he can take a carry, he can do anything you like him to do. In 2014, we had him on Roosters Radio. He was just a young kid with a gold tooth and a bit shy. These days, he's a kid with a gold tooth, 150 first grade games under his bat, he's played State of Origin, he's played for his country, and he's got a gold microphone. Please welcome to Roosters Radio, the great one and only... Daniel Tupu. Oh,
3: wow. <laughs> hey,
1: Freddie said the same thing, Toops.
3: Welcome to Roosters Radio, Toops.
0: Thanks for having us,
3: guys. What an introduction. Well, mate, it's been a couple of years. And firstly, I just want to hop in and say congratulations to you. 150 first grade games. Let me start by asking this. In your wildest yep. dreams as a young kid out there at Parramatta, did you ever yep. think you would have played 150 first grade games?
0: Nah, never in my dreams. I never thought I'd play one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with Milestone and um, and where to be playing at. and yeah the club as I said means a lot to me.
3: I find it interesting that you you thought that you never play one because you've always been a, a talent. When yeah. did when did you start to take rugby league seriously then?
0: Um, probably when I was playing twenties, I was just giving it a crack just for the sake of it, and then um the my last year of twenties, I was just happy to be playing New South Wales Cup, and then um, yeah. Bruce just came along and offered me to come over and thought I'd just take the opportunity just to um, train first grade and to get amongst the lads. And then, um, yeah, it worked out to be what it is now. So, yeah.
1: Toops, you're known as one of the more laid-back characters, (laughs) very relaxing. I mean, you're very safe (laughs) and reliable. And I I guess in your position that's really important. But you've also enjoyed a lot of good times off the field. Since you've been at the club, who's been some of the great characters and influence and some of the great friendships you've forged?
0: Um, like I said the other day in the video for the uh, 150, uh, man, as soon as I walked through the doors, um, Hargraves, obviously Jazza, Boyd, uh, Nug and Orbs, they've all made me feel welcome since day one and um, obviously uh, we've come a long way together and um, obviously boys that's passed on like uh, Roger, uh, Kane, uh, Doss, yeah, there's a few of them to know but yeah, they've, they've all played a big role and... Got me to where I'm at at the moment.
3: Now, Toops, you've pretty much achieved everything in rugby league—from representing your state, winning grand finals. You you know, you played in the green and gold, and and of course for your beloved Tonga. But out of all of those things, what's probably the most special, or what's what's the one that you can look back on and and you're most proudest of?
0: Uh, My debut, but then after that, would probably have to be the grand final. Just yeah. Just as a
2: Which one toops? You got two under your belt there, two two yeah. rings. So <laughs> um, which
0: yeah, one the first was your best one? one? Um the first one it had to be the first one, just um, oh actually no, I'll take that back. I was, I was saying my second one. Well <laughs> <laughs> you scored.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, second one just cause I was out uh, early in the year with my peck injury and um, that sort of set me back. Um, and yeah, I didn't think I'd come back as as I did. So um, yeah, I went through a lot at that stage, and um, sort of put that hard work in um, in the um, in the rehab stage. And yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy of how the result ended up at the end of the year. But um, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say my second one.
3: Yeah, mate. What I love about our game is when uh, you know players like yourself don their don their national colours and. You know, yeah. when I saw the game, uh, you know, the most recent game, uh, the Tonga turned out and, you, and the emotion uh, over there in New Zealand yeah. and I also remember in the World Cup a couple of years ago. To, yeah. Can you explain to, I suppose, the non-Pacificers that, that listen to this show what, what it means to wear that red jumper?
0: Obviously, it means a lot because um, we're all pretty family-orientated. Um, family plays a big role in our, in our, in our culture. Um, and, yeah, it's just... Uh, to see where they've come from and um, the poverty they've gone through obviously back in the islands and to where we're at now. Um, yeah, it's sort of that emotion comes through and uh, I guess that sticks with us uh, young Polynesian boys and just to see the smiles on our on, on our parents' faces when they um, see us in, in, in our heritage jersey. So I think that plays a big role and um, yeah, I think that's why most of us boys get emotional about it um, but yeah it's a it's a good um, good thing and yeah the boys love it
3: and just further to that question you've got young Satilli now playing for the roosters who I think may have made his debut this year have you have you been yeah. uh, an influence on his career thus far
0: oh, I wouldn't say influence but um yeah he looks up not only to myself but to the rest of the Polynesian boys, including Jazza, uh, Jazza and, and Skua especially, but um, yeah, he's he's definitely doing well, and um, he was outstanding in his debut for Tonga um, early in the year, and um, I think he cemented his spot in the Tonga team. So um, yeah, um, full credit to him. He's he's doing really well, and and he's only just getting started. So
3: yeah,
1: tubes. One thing that the Polynesian boys and you know the Tongan Samoan culture are known for is their love of family and. And their loyalty yeah. to their family, but one thing sure. I think that galvanises rugby league, and I love seeing it after the game. I think it's a really, really nice uh, vision for the fans. Players yeah. from both sides get together in a circle and prayer. Faith is a hugely important thing to you guys. Who, yeah, it who leads it? What's said? Is it because obviously players might be of a little bit different faith? How important yeah. is that to you guys, and how's it uh, how's it transpire?
0: Yeah, obviously um, uh, religion is massive in our culture as well, and uh, we'll just. Um, using the talents that he's blessed us with. So, um, again, we're just returning all the glory to him and um, giving thanks. But um, the one that normally usually leads the prayer is probably the oldest and, um, yeah, whoever that may be, and we all just get amongst it.
2: Amen, Toops. Amen. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't <laughs> start her, Toops. Start her
1: She's already taken a knee at the start of the interview. Oh,
2: <laughs> was just beaming from ear to ear yeah. then. No, let's bring it back to the roosters, Toops. Um, yep. Career tries at the Roosters, 85 tries this season. You've got nine under your belt. Is there any yep. banter around the club on the tries and, you know, who's going to win at the end of the year or, you know, who gets one up on one another? Anything like that?
0: Um, no, nah, not really. I mean, we going into a game, we all know. Uh, for the fact that Troy might get one,
2: so
0: <laughs> I do Yeah, the boys sort of give him some bands like, "Man, can you like share it around at least or <laughs> whatnot?" But um, yeah, not really. Um, we haven't really fought too far ahead. We're just taking one game at a time, and um, obviously the boys are still clear of the back end goal. But yeah, at the moment we're just taking it uh, day by day.
3: Toops Fergo left last year, and he he left a pretty big hole in, in that back line. And one thing that you've been able to do. Particularly this year, I, I think you've owned that uh, that hit up role. You know, Blake was well known for that. But at what oh, yeah. stage did you kind of take it upon yourself? Because mate, you're doing some big yards and doing some tough carries. You know, out yeah. of our own um, twenty two, is that something Robbo to talk to you about, or is that just something you put um, your hand up for?
0: Yeah, I, I've sort of just put my my hand up. I mean, when Fergo uh, left, I knew I had a big role to play, and I had to fill in his. Uh, in his footsteps. So I uh, sort of worked on 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 it during the, the off-season and the pre-season. And, um, yeah, I've sort of just learned to love it like he does because he's a madman. So <laughs> he just gets in and does the work, all the hard work. So I've sort of sort of just followed it and uh, I've learned to love it. So, yeah, that's pretty much it.
3: Now, Toops, I know you're um, one of the league DJs there in the gymnasium there at Roosters HQ. And what's been getting a run on the playlist lately in the gym?
0: Oh, Radley's been taken over, so he's, he's had some fire tracks, but it's mostly a repeat of house music, eh? So he's got, <laughs> really? Yeah. He's the so, dance music
3: uh, on oh, Victor, is he?
0: Yeah, house. He loves his house music. So. Yeah. Shows his that roots. Is on repeat, and I think Phil, the boys are getting sick of it, so we might need him new. today.
1: <laughs> oh, beautiful. Toops, last two questions for you. Uh, You've had some huge influences, you know, at the Roosters, uh, some big names in our club to be able to guide you along your way from, as you said, as a young man in 20s who took his footy seriously, Brian Smith, Trent Robinson, Brad Fitler. you know, Craig Fitzgibbons. You've got access to some of the greats. I just want to know, you formed some special relationships there. What did Daryl Silk used to say to you when he was the cleaner at the club and what was the most important advice Daryl had for you?
0: Man, I don't know. because I'd be the first one in training every morning, and I would see him. I was like, "What you, how's you day? Like you know, we'd have some good chat. But um, man, he's he's a legend, and oh, I haven't seen him in a while, but. He's yeah. He, he's,
3: he's retired, mate. He, but he misses you, and he sends his love. And, and yeah,
0: just, I, I send him my love. I, haven't
2: seen uh, it, I It's love all around. Mate, I got to tell you, he was
1: a really handy footballer for our junior club. He was the first ever red Premiership winner, and uh, he was a terrific coach. But uh, mate, a great relationship formed. Titans this week, troops to uh, change gears and and get back onto football. How do you see it? They got a new coach, in Justin Holbrook. You're very familiar. Um, yep. It should be a good game. How do you see it going?
0: Um, yeah, obviously it'll be tough, um, for both sides, but, um, yeah, we're, we're focusing, uh, focusing on us and, um, we know it's going to be a tough challenge on Sunday and, um, yeah, they'll, they'll be ready to come out, um, to perform. So, uh, I guess we just got to be ready and, um, yeah, just, we it was a close one on the weekend with us and the Bulldogs. So we know it's going to be the same this weekend. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll be prepping and, um, Getting ready for whatever they
1: throw at us. Toops, really appreciate your time on Roosters Radio, mate. Good luck on the weekend against the Titans. And, Thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks long for live having your you. success.
0: Thanks, Thank Jeff. you. See you guys. Bye. Yeah. Well, there
1: you have it, uh, Silky and Bells. What a uh, what an all round gentleman. Uh, what a great player. And he's had a really really interesting career. He so casual, then hit his straps and you know did some great things as we win a premiership. Look, I
3: think he's having probably his best year to date. I believe I think it. He's been outstanding this year. I think he's, he's, uh, his game's gone to a ne- new level this year.
2: And he's such a humble young man, isn't he? Like he is. A state of origin player, played for the Kangaroos, played for Tonga. Yeah, such a such a delight to interview.
1: Just to let the fans know what the type of guy he is, he got a text 25 minutes ago, said, Bush, do you mind if I just have my dinner with his mum? <laughs> his mum's
2: cooking. <laughs> mum's cooking. And it just <laughs>
1: sums up the humility at the club and, and what he's like. And, and we're pretty, uh, you know, we're pretty lucky to have access to guys like Daniel Tupu, and as fans, we're lucky to go out there and enjoy his success.
3: And, and just one other thing before we go to a break, guys, just that little story that I'd never heard of about how he, he just decided to get serious about his rugby league in under-20s. I know. It talks it, about his natural talent, right?
2: It's amazing.
3: Yeah, and it
1: just goes to show young uh, Roosters fans out there and who are playing that, uh, you know, if you've got some talent... It's it never
4: too late. It's never yeah. too
3: late. Mm. Well, speaking of never too late, it's probably time for us to go to a break. You're on Roosters Radio. We'll be back right after this you <laughs> Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And before we look at this week's matchup against the Titans, guys, just want to get your thoughts on media reports out this week. Uh, the club close to signing or re signing Mitch Orbison. As I say this, I'm looking at his new statue here in uh, the radio Hub studios. But look, if all reports are correct, he will become the club's most capped player. Just get your thoughts on that.
1: Oh, look, I think Orbo deserves that mantle. I think he's worked really, really hard at this club. As a fan, you sit in the stands and you put all by one, and you just feel really comfortable. Yeah, and the good thing is you're also excited because you don't know where they're going to put him. It's like the old, you know, Forrest Gump says, "Life's a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get." I don't know if he's played every position. I think he, I don't think he's played uh, fullback or front row, correct? But I do know this: he has played every other. And for him to be here as long as he has, and if you talk to everyone else about him, he's one of the the gentlemen of rugby league. Um, he's so tough yet so calm, a little bit like Daniel Tupu, you know. Whereas Jared's, a, you know, a roaring line leader. He's just laid back and you think, wow, he does, defence is amazing and he runs the best lines I've seen in a long time.
3: Bells, you would have dealt with him up at Impact Gym. What's your experience been like with uh, Orbo?
2: Oh, Orbo's a champion, such a gentleman, uh, just such a legend of the club as well and a great leader. You can tell when they're at the gym, he's um all the young boys. We had uh, just recently a squad Quite, we had the North Sydney Bears up there as well, so there was about 55 of them training, and you could just tell the young boys look up to him, um, and, and he's just so great with them. So he's a legend. He's actually captain this weekend for, for the Roosters running out and, and well-deserved as well.
3: Well, let's talk about this week's match. The Titans, uh, it's been reported that former Roosters assistant coach Justin Holbrook has uh, agreed to terms, so albeit he won't be there for this week. Uh, whenever a club uh, announces a new coach... They're always playing for their spot. So uh, I have to say, off the back of that, when can't take the Titans lightly. Your
1: thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, a new side with a new coach want to I'm impress. And I think, you know, you always look at the, the way when a coach gets sacked, a team seem to win. So they're going to have that luck. I think Justin Hobrook's a great selection for the Titans. We wish him the best. He's done a really good job here at the Roosters. Obviously, he's been an important part of the team. Um, for mine, I just don't think that uh, the Titans are going to be able to get over the top of us. They'll have all the luck. But I just think we're going to be too strong in too many areas.
2: Well, another Sunday afternoon game, 2 o'clock, out at the SCG. It's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to these Sunday afternoon games because it's fast football. You yeah. don't have that dew on the ground. Yep. It's quick football. It's um, So it's going to be a great game. We've got a couple out. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the uh, Corner with his calf and also... Siwa. Siwa and Hargraves took the early plea for uh, the, the charge on the weekend. So he's out as well. But we've got coming into the starting side, Angus Crichton. Yep. Uh, and also, as I just mentioned then, Orbo's taking up the captaincy. And uh, t- uh, Tedevano is also in the starting side. So,
3: basically, we'll probably have Satili on the bench, I'd say Poasa Farmer Silly, and I'm not sure if Nat Butcher, he's still maybe getting over a rib injury. So, you know, I I, I mean, Nat Butcher's been unbelievable in the starting side, so interesting to see what happens there. Also, should I mention, a milestone game for one of our players, one of our most consistent players week in, week out. Isaac Liu, the Iceman, celebrating his 150th. He's been a great workhorse for not only the Roosters, but New Zealand. Yeah, I think
1: congratulations to Isaac Liu and uh, I remember talking to Bob Jones who... Said, Mate, I the made, great Bob Jones. Yeah, made a big mistake once saying that I don't know if Isaac Lou had it in. And 151st grade games later, he said, I'm happy to be proven wrong because I was just worried about whether Isaac really wanted it. Well, he's showing that. Congratulations to Isaac and I uh, hope he has a big one this weekend.
3: And also some, uh, some value for the families out there. Uh, if you buy one adult ticket, you get two junior tickets free. And uh, most of the food on offer out there at the stadium is under $5. So uh, a great initiative by the club there, Bells.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a great family day out on Sunday for the home game. And uh, looking forward, actually, towards the end of the year, boys, what's what's our run home like, Kim? Ooh. We've got the Titans.
3: Yeah, well, we've got the Titans oh, this weekend. Then we've got the Raiders uh, away, which is going to be tough. We've got the Warriors followed by the Dragons, Panthers at home. And, of course, we finish with the Bunnies away. And we're going to make a special announcement about a Roosters Radio live event up there at East Leagues on Round 25. It's Thursday night. We're going to roll out a couple of old retro Rooster favourites. We're going to sit up there, we're going to do a live show and we're going to do it all before the kickoff. So uh, stay tuned for details. But before we do that, guys, score prediction for this weekend.
1: Roosters 22, Titans 12.
2: Bells? I think we're going to win convincingly. 28-8.
3: I'm going to say 32-14. I reckon there's going to be plenty of points scored. Now, before we go, Bush, I know something near and dear to your heart. The mighty Paddington Colts are celebrating their 70th anniversary this weekend. In fact, I was talking to uh, former rooster stalwart Gary Warnicky, who said he'll be attending there on on Saturday night. Uh, Tickets still available? Tickets are available,
1: mate, but um, we've actually got a massive amount of people going. We look like we're going to have uh, around the 200 mark. Very, very proud of our club, 70th anniversary of the Paddock Colts, and your old man, a Colts legend, our first ever hooker in the A Grade Premiership. Uh, you know, it's going to be all sorts of walks of uh, Paddington royalty up there at East Leagues on Saturday night, and it's just going to be a great opportunity for people to share some stories of the past. Uh, you know, when Roosters Junior Rugby League was great, and uh, and it still is. But, uh, you know, we're excited. We're looking forward to it. You can get on au to get your tickets and uh, look look forward to a great night.
2: I think it's going to be a fantastic night. I'm I'm looking forward to having a fun night. And you're going to hate me for saying this, Bush, but I just want to congratulate you for bringing those Colts back. And yeah,
3: you've done a great yeah, job. Yeah, you've done a
2: fantastic job with your whole team at the club there. So well done on that.
3: Appreciate that. And uh, get yourself to the event. Well that's it for another episode of Rooster's radio. We want to thank our special guest Daniel Tupu. That's it for another episode Easter W.